Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here joining with me today. I do not have a beverage with me, and it is not morning, (laughs) but I have just been kind of wandering around the area of Cave City and Mammoth Cave, and just inside the park entrance, there's a little parking area. And this is the entrance if you're coming in from Cave City. And you stop there and there's a little trail that goes back to Sand Cave. And you walk through and it's it's a beautiful little wooded area. It is an area that I believe was filled with fields until the National Park Service started creating the park and forced people to sell their farmland so there could be a large buffer of protected woods around it. So most there's a few older trees, but most of the trees uh, were, were planted in preparation of the the National Park here at Mammoth Cave. But as you go down, you start walking the trail, you you find yourself on a boardwalk. And there's some signs, little educational signs along the way, explaining something that happened here that was uh, during the winter of 1925 and it it was how would i put it back in at that time there were rival caves that were they were rivals in that they wanted the tourist traffic the the the, the people who were coming to see the spectacle of caves in this area, and there just wasn't enough uh, people uh, that were coming here because you really had very poor roads to get here. So a lot of the cave owners weren't getting enough money to, to support their families, you know, by running tours. And there was one particular individual who was, I guess I'm going to call him the godfather of cavers in this area. And his name was Floyd Collins. Now, some of you may know his story, but many of you probably don't unless you've been here to to learn it. But Floyd was a master caver. And he would explore and find new caves. He just had that sense about him. And his family had a cave, but it was off the beaten path. Uh, And not many people were going up to it. So he was determined to find uh, a cave that would be closer to Mammoth Cave and closer to the road going to that cave. And he, there was a cave that was known. It was from a sinkhole. And that's where I'm sitting and now standing, walking over to the, to the railing edge, looking down into what's called Sand Cave. 
And I guess it's, I'm not going to call it so much of a sinkhole as it is a cave that's on a hillside. And it goes up quite a, a bit of elevation behind the cave. Actually, it reminds me of an old cave near where I grew up in Effingham. And we called it Bum's Cave. <laughs> uh, a lot, lot smaller and didn't go back very far. Um, but this cave, Floyd decided to explore and see if it would be able to be turned into a show cave. But it is not the most stable cave. There's a lot of shifting with movement. And it's just not, it's not from stable material. And uh, Floyd went in, I believe it was the 31st, 30th or 31st of, Feb of, of January. And he went in and he got stuck. He got trapped. There was uh, a stone that fell and wedged on him. It was the next day when his family, in trying to look and find him because he didn't come home, went down into the cave and located him. And thus started a, a, a time where the whole country turned their attention to this little ravine, this small valley, I guess we could say, with stone outcrops and a cave, sand cave. Worrying, wondering, would Floyd be able to be saved? And they worked round the clock. And as people heard about this, if it was possible, they came to see the spectacle, to see the rescue efforts. They tried going in and found that it was so unstable that they weren't going to be able to rescue him that way. They got food to him in mason jars. And they finally decided they were going to have to dig down a shaft and hope that they were on target for rescuing him. But they couldn't bring in machinery because the ground was so unstable. They had to do it all by hand. And they had to keep the crowds away. There was apparently upwards of 10,000 people that showed up. And they had food vendors and kids were romping around and playing and newspaper people were from all over. Unfortunately, there was another cave-in. And by the time they got the shaft dug, on the morning of February 16th, they found Floyd was dead. Because of the weather, he, his body wasn't able to be fully retrieved for some time after that. And the memory of Floyd has been recorded in song, in story, in poetry, in theater. The story of Floyd Collins.
And that's my little thing for today. Have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye.